you're going to fall flat on your face. You're going to make mistakes and put yourself on the line, but you need to because without those struggles, there is no progress. We are living this one life and you have to give it everything you got and a little bit more. That's what it's like to be passionate. Welcome to the Live Passionately podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good walking or driving, whatever time it is, whatever you're doing. As you listen to this podcast, I hope that you are coming to us feeling joyous and passionate. And if not, I hope that at the end of this podcast, you kind of feel revitalized and ready to take on the world. I'm coming to you today. Uh, It's been an interesting week and everything's a little bit last minute, so I'll be authentic. Uh, I'm recording this podcast today and this podcast is going out tomorrow. So when you're listening to this, know that I did not pre-record this very much in advance. I recorded it the day before that it went up on the podcast platform. Uh, but that's kind of the that's kind of the week that it's been this week. It's it's been interesting and it's definitely one that I want to write about because there's been a lot of reflection and recentering and kind of asking the universe to guide me a little bit, uh, which is which is a very heartwarming approach. And instead of getting flustered or frustrated with the things that have been happening this week, because it's definitely been a roller coaster, I'm kind of letting the universe tell me what it needs me to do and approaching it in that way in order to have in order to have, I guess, a more positive approach. Uh, But I'm not really fond of the word positive. I guess I could say a more calming approach. So instead of getting angry or frustrated and yelling uh, and kind of taking on these negative emotions that I, I definitely could have taken on, I'm kind of approaching it in a way of calm. And I'm trying to approach it in a very calm and reflective manner so that I'm able to look at everything that's happened this week and compile it together and just kind of ask myself, you know, why? What, how is this going to guide me? Where is this guiding me? And really definitely focusing in on that reflection. So if ever you're having a week like that, uh, if ever you're having a week where nothing seems to be going right and everything seems to be on this roller coaster and you're getting upset about stuff or there is upsetting news or maybe it's just something so small but there's so many small things that you just feel like screaming until your head explodes. If you're having one of those weeks or if ever you have one of those weeks, I definitely suggest kind of taking it on as as a why as a test, I guess you could say, a test of calm and a test of reflection. And instead of compiling everything and saying, oh my goodness, my life sucks, you're kind of compiling them together and reflecting on every single component as an independent as well as a dependent and kind of figuring out what the universe is guiding you towards today or what the universe is guiding you towards this week. It can still be frustrating, some of the things that happen, but when we approach it like that, when we approach uh, a frustrating time or, or a hard time like that or with that mindset, it definitely becomes less frustrating and more reflective. And that's kind of the goals that we want to take on. 
So today's podcast episode is going to be short. Uh, It's a little different than the other podcast episodes that I've planned or even haven't planned because there are a few that I've kind of wung it as I pressed the record button. But today I'm going to talk to you a little bit about productivity and organization and my top five tips in being productive and being organized and kind of staying in that mindset and kind of staying in that zone of productivity and organization. And I come to you with these five tips because these things have helped me. And they're also unique. They're not the things that you would think or or you would write down yourself or find on the internet. Uh, They're definitely very personal things that worked for my productivity and my organization and has helped me get to where I am today. They might not help you. They might not speak to you. But if I don't share them, then I'm not sharing all of my experiences with you. And and that's not authentic either. So I'm here. I'm going to read you my five tips, explain them a little bit on how to stay productive and how to stay organized. I'll be starting with number five and I'll work my way down to my number one mindset or my number one thing that I do to stay productive and stay organized. So stay tuned for all five, starting at five, working down all the way to number one, the number one thing that has gotten me to where I am today. So number five is a pretty obvious one uh, to some. It's buying a planner, like a paper planner, not a calendar on your computer or on your phone, I use that too, but to buy an actual paper planner. Why is this important? Because we are more apt to remember things when we physically write them down. Not type them, but physically write them down. It's also a really good way to kind of get creative with how you decorate your planner and what stickers you use. And I always buy planners that have stickers in them, always. And it sounds childish and that's what it is. And it's waking up that inner child in you to have fun with your planner and planning everything that you need need to happen. But it's also a way to remember it. It's also a way to, I had fun making, you know, I put this sticker on that day. I'm not going to forget it. There's a really good chance that I'm not going to forget what I put the brunch sticker on. I'm not going to forget that I have to, you know, meet these people for brunch on Saturday or whatever day. So it kind of brings in that childish fun element uh, that can help you remember everything that you write. And planners in general are very useful. I don't think I could survive without my planner. And I say that jokingly, but I think part of me is also very serious Uh, Just recently, I ordered off of Indigo uh, my planner for January. And we're not even the end of the year yet, but I wanted to make sure that I had my planner ready, my new planner ready for January, because if I didn't have a planner in that time, I would feel a little bit lost because I have so much to do, right? If If your schedule isn't as busy, that's one thing, right? But when you have a really busy schedule, it's really nice to visualize everything. And the great thing about planners is you can schedule your workouts, you can plan tasks. I strongly advise you to get a planner where you have a monthly view, a weekly view, and a day-by-day. The weekly view and the day-by-day can kind of be together, 
So my planners that I have are, I have rectangles for my days, but each two page spread is a week. So it's kind of a weekly view and a daily view at the same time. And it really allows you to visualize that month or that week or that day when it's on paper and you can really see what you have going on. Personally, when I use the computer, because still, I'll still use the computer calendar because, face it, we, we always have our phones with us. So I'll still use the calendar for important dates, but I am less likely to remember them. And I do find it tricky to really visualize my whole month or my whole week if I don't write it down in my calendar. And if I don't write it down on paper in front of me, I do have a harder time visualizing what that looks like because on my phone, it's just blue squares or green squares or it's not, it's not as concrete. And that's definitely a mindset thing. That's definitely how you visualize stuff. Um, that's not me saying it's factual that it's not concrete because it's, it's just as concrete. But from personal experience, I find that when I visualize something, I really need to see it on paper. It's the same when I correct, you know, when I'm correcting or editing my book drafts, I print them out. I'm, I'm that person. I print them out and I, I have them on paper and I edit them on paper with a red pen and I, I go through the whole process. And so that paper human interaction is really an interesting connection and it serves an interesting connection and it can really help you with your planning and staying productive and staying organized. Number four is waking up early. And I know you might have grumbled a little bit when I said that, but waking up early or even waking up just a little bit earlier than you are right now can really serve as a centering time for you. I had a therapist once tell a friend of mine that the reason their stress and anxiety levels are so high or one component that's not helping their stress and anxiety levels is the fact that they would sleep in and press snooze until they had maybe 15 minutes to get ready for work. So that's 15 minutes to make your coffee, maybe eat something, and and then you're out the door. You really don't have time to have a full breakfast. You don't have time to fuel your body properly. And you don't have time to kind of organize all of your thoughts and and your day and you so you're kind of just thrown in and your brain's trying to do everything that it needs to do in the morning all in one shot and so the therapist said this to my friend and and said you know it's 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 definitely not helping it's not helping your stress levels it's not helping your anxiety levels and so she said try to wake up an hour earlier just an hour earlier than you do Which means, yes, that might mean that you have to go to bed an hour earlier than usual. But try and wake up an hour earlier and that way you have this whole hour and 15 minutes to make your breakfast and have your coffee and organize your thoughts and just really start the day off at a calm. And I started thinking about that and I remember when I was in university and I did not start my day off at a calm and when I didn't start it off at a calm when I started it off rushed and and I was headed out the door and and buying my coffee on the way and running to my class I did not have a good day I didn't have a good day because my morning didn't start off right 
And so I really started reflecting on on this idea. And when it comes to staying productive and staying organized, waking up earlier will not only help your mental health in general, help you organize your thoughts and help you, you know, start your day off right. It can also help you organize everything. You know, you can open up your planner and you can look at what you have going on that day and make the modifications. And that way you're not starting off your day in a rush. You know what's happening and you're prepared for it. And when you're prepared for something, you're more apt to be productive with it because you don't have to think of X, Y, and Z that might be blocking you or or coming at you or, or it's unpredictable because you never had time in the morning to look at what you had going on that day. So number four is definitely to wake up earlier to kind of give yourself and your brain that centering time, that reflective time to either look at your, your look at your schedule or, you know, make that coffee and organize your thoughts. Because if you don't have an organized mind, you're not going to have an organized and productive day. Number three is an interesting one, Uh, definitely an interesting one. And I won't take full credit for this. I read it on a blog post a few years ago now, actually, a few years ago now, I read it on a blog post and I thought it was really fascinating. Now, because it was a few years ago, they were talking about Facebook more specifically, but I'm just kind of going to generalize it to all social media at this point. So to help you stay productive and organized, unfollow the people that don't add value to your day or to your life. You know, when we're mindlessly scrolling through TikTok or Instagram or Facebook and we're just kind of watching videos or or reading memes or seeing all these things, but they're not adding much value and they become a distraction. Sometimes there are certain things that become more of a distraction because they have us reflecting on ourselves in a way that we shouldn't be, in a very negative way. And social media can have this negative impact on us as much as it has a positive effect as well. But when we unfollow the people that don't add value, when we unfollow the people that are causing us to feel really shitty about ourselves, it makes a huge difference. Imagine if your Instagram feed was full of the people that inspire you to keep going, to continue working towards your goals and continue pursuing your passions. Imagine if that was your Instagram feed, just that. Imagine how much more productive you would be Because you would run into a post and be like, yes, that motivates me. I want to get to work. And you would get to work rather than mindlessly scrolling through things or pictures or posts that aren't adding this value. So I kind of have a a little flow chart to to help me when it it does come to cleaning up um, who I follow or who I have on Facebook or who I have on TikTok. I start with asking, do I know this person? If the answer is yes, I then move on to the question, do I care about this person? If the answer is yes, I keep them. If the answer is no, I unfollow or unfriend them. 
if I ask myself, do I know this person? And the answer is no. I then move on to the question, does their content add value to my life? If the answer is yes, I keep them on my feed. If the answer is no, I unfollow or remove them. It's a really easy, simple flowchart that you don't, you don't need to write on a piece of paper. And it's simple questions that can really target that component of value. And what adds value to your news feed is what's going to help you put down your phone or your tablet or your computer and open up what you need to get done in order to pursue your goals or your passions and in order to stay productive and organized. Number two is to keep a journal. I know we're talking about productivity and organization and I'm telling you to keep a journal. Hear me out. You cannot have an organized life if you have a disorganized mind. So it does kind of fall back on that waking up earlier concept, right? Of having that time to organize your thoughts. A journal, it's the same kind of vibe. When you keep a journal and you journal often, you're kind of giving your brain this time that it needs to organize itself. Because you now have written all these thoughts and all these distractions on paper, when you open your laptop to get to work, you're going to be far more productive because you're not thinking about X, Y, and Z. You're only thinking about what you need to be productive on because you've journaled all of your other feelings and you've kind of let it out on that piece of paper or in that book, the, the amount that you needed to let out. And now you can focus in on what you really want to focus in on. So you've organized your thoughts in one place and now you can really focus on being productive in another. So keeping a journal is definitely my number two thing that I do to stay productive and organized, especially in the world that we live in today when it's just full of distractions. The number one thing that I do to stay productive and organized is to take my time off. So whether your days off are the weekends, whether you have certain time during the week that you take off, if you don't take that time to recenter, regroup, to do the things that you love, whether it's go hiking, spend time with family, have a nice big dinner, watch movies and eat popcorn, whatever it is that's your, your weekend time, your you time, if you don't take that, you're not going to be as rested during the week and you're not going to get as much done because your brain's going to be too tired and it's more apt to get distracted. If you work a Monday to Friday, you work a Monday to Friday, even if you're an entrepreneur and you run your own business, and I know, trust me, it's very hard to do this, close the books Friday night. Close the books Friday night and say, I'm done. I'm going to take my weekend. I'm going to do what I need on my weekend. This is where I'm going to spend time with my partner. This is where I'm going to have game night or movie night. This is where I'm going to listen to podcasts and read and drink tea and really focus on reviving myself so that I'm motivated and inspired and ready to take on every task that I need to take on come Monday morning. 
I know it sounds counterintuitive. I know it sounds counterproductive that when we remove time, we end up gaining time. And to some, that, that doesn't really make sense. And I have a different way of looking at it. I look at it as if we rearrange time, we gain perspective. And when we gain perspective, we gain productivity. So when we rearrange our time to have that weekend off or to have that day off and to kind of take a minute for ourselves, when we rearrange our time to be able to do that, we are allowing ourselves to gain perspective and to rest, which allows us to be more productive because we're gaining motivation, inspiration, and we don't burn out. And for entrepreneurship and when people start their online businesses, the biggest thing is burnout because you work longer than nine to five and you work through the weekends and you're doing all these hours, but you might actually be less productive doing that because you're not giving your t- yourself the rest time that you need. And so my number one tip to stay productive and to stay organized is to rest, is to take that time for yourself, is to take those days off as days off. Don't open the computer and check to see if you sold anything. Don't open the computer and, you know, do a little bit of work here and there secretly. Don't, don't work. Take the day and rest and recover. Because when you rest and recover, you're gonna be just as excited and motivated as you were when you first started your business or as you were when you first started your career or as you were in whatever you are doing, take the time to rest and that passion will stay there, it'll follow, it it won't fizzle out. It won't fizzle out because you're fizzling out. Because when you don't fizzle out, the passion stays on fire. And it's there and and it's in your heart and it's in your gut. And so those are my five tips to stay productive and organized. Like I said, for some, they might not work. They might not be your vibe and that's that's totally okay. Uh, But these five tips definitely got me where I am today and continue to push me to keep moving forward and to not become discouraged and to fail and to learn from those failures and learn from those mistakes and start all over again and and to keep going and these five tips have definitely kept me on track and I wanted to share them with you to kind of help you stay on track and to help you pursue that passion and that motivation and to continue to stay inspired and to stay joyful. So I hope that that was helpful for you. I cannot wait to see you next time. And remember to always live passionately. 